0: Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 586, air date April 21st, 2020. And I'm going to be really talking about Cytosolve to everyone. And uh, let me join here. And we're going to have a conversation with them. Oops, they're not letting me join, Jen. Okay, let's see. Jen? Hey, Jennifer. I'm waiting to join with them. Hi, I'm, uh, we're going to be talking about Cytosol today. Hey, Jen? Yeah. They're not allowing me to join when I hit join call. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. I'm not sure what's going on, but we're waiting for a team out in Knoxville, Tennessee. And we're going to have a conversation with them about a very different way of looking at the body with my work that i've been doing in a tool called cytosol that's what we're going to talk about and we'll be talking about that shortly jen yes. i'm not sure where they're calling from these guys come on what is their skype address jen they're calling me and it's not coming through uh, call, um, oh, sorry, yeah. oh. okay what everyone who's uh, listening, what I'm going to be talking about, Jen. They should. They're not calling my number. Can you give me their ID so I can call them? I don't. I don't have that. Okay. I am TV Tech. Let's see what these guys are up to. But. Well, on, uh, um, okay. Here we go. Let me try this one. So anyway, we're going to be talking about Cytosol, a different way to look at the body from a systems biology standpoint, and I hope these guys pick up. Um, if not, I'll start without them. Let's see what's going on. All right. So anyway, what I wanted to share with you is one of the things I've been working on for many, many years is a tool called Cytosol. And Cytosol really is a capability for people to understand um, at the molecular systems level how the body actually works. And um, Jen, if they want to call, can you give me their Skype ID so I can call them, Jen? Yeah, it says I'm calling you guys. You're not picking up. (laughs) Yes, I'm calling you right now. I am TV technicians. That's me calling you guys. Okay. Yeah, this, whatever Skype I'm calling it on, please use that. Yeah. So so we're going to be talking about a field called systems biology. Systems biology is a field that really came out about 2003. And the goal of systems biology was to take a very different view of understanding the body at the molecular systems level. And I'll be talking about that because one of the fundamental areas that was happening in the field of systems biology was prior to 2003, which I've shared before, the way they looked at the body was as parts. So if you looked at the molecular system of the body, um, it was basically you know, looking at particular subsystems of the body. There was really not an intention to look at the body as a whole system. And what occurred in 2003 was something quite fascinating. The, we learned that we have the same number of genes as a worm. And that r- realization led, led us to looking at the body in a very, very different way. Um, Hey Jen, they keep calling me on my phone. Can you please tell them to give me their number? We should probably not do this because they're having problems following instructions. What is their thing? I keep calling them, and it comes on my phone. Number, look up eight six five. What is it? Yep. Can you can you say it louder, please? Eight six five. Jen, can you repeat? Eight six five. What? Yep. Zero, seven, five, nine. Okay. Eight six five two eight zero zero seven five nine. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing's coming up. I see IMTV technicians, but every time I call, you guys aren't picking up. I'm not receiving anything. Okay. I'm calling you again. Do you see that? I'm calling you. Alright, well... Jen, I'm using the exact same thing that they gave me last time. All right, let me just continue. So one of the important things that came out of the genome project was that we only have about 20,000 genes. And that led into a very, very new field called systems biology. And what systems biology was fundamentally trying to do was, what does it say here? Uh, uh, What systems biology was uh, trying to do was really just starting to understand Um, how the body works as a system and that resulted in a technology that I created called Cytosol. So let me share that with you a little bit and and so this will give you an idea of where this is coming from. Um, If you look at the entire model of pharmaceutical development it is basically a model that's a very linear model. So the pharmaceutical development model is a very very linear model and what you'll see here is that if you want to go discover what they call a drug. So what is a drug? A drug is not a compound that occurs in nature. So drug is something that is modified. It's synthetic. It's not something that's a natural compound. Now the last time I looked, there were around 30 to 60,000 of these you know compounds which were created in a lab or that were manufactured. And what the drug discovery model, so you have all these compounds, is to figure out if one of those compounds uh, can affect a particular uh, disease hopefully help it help it in a model uh, a good way and that's called efficacy and the other piece of it is to make sure does that um, product um, not kill people that's called toxicity so you're trying to do two different things one is you're trying to make sure that the product that you have if you're trying to develop something enhances some function so for example if you want to lower inflammation you want to increase joint health um, it's going to do that but it doesn't hurt the person so one of the most important things is increased efficacy and lower toxicity so the way the drug development model works is the following which i want people to understand how they actually work is best shown in this diagram right here so they find a new compound and then they do in vitro testing on it and then they do in vivo testing and then they go through this process of phase one, phase two, phase three. Okay, You test in a test tube, then you test in animals, and this is called preclinical trials, and then if you get allowance by the FDA, you go down this process called phase one, phase two, phase three. So what is phase one, phase two, phase three, is you deal with a small set of human trials, then you deal with a larger test, and then you try to do it with more people. Sort of what you could argue that is going on right now with Event 201. They tested this pandemic with a small set of people. Then they're doing this now globally. And then the end goal would be to test it with you know as many people as possible. That's called phase three. So the entire model of pharmaceutical development is you march down that path, and at every point, you have to hit certain milestones, which means low toxicity, and the FDA then allows you to take that drug to market, okay? So that's what is really understood by the drug development model. I hope that's clear. So you start with the compound. Um, the first two phases are known as preclinical over here. And the latter two phases uh, over here as are, are known, are the three phases are known here as clinical trials. All right. Um, oops. That's what's going on over here. Let me go back here. Uh, right here. Okay. That's, that's fundamentally what's going on here. Now, as a part of that, what has been recognized is that big pharma is having a major problem. They're actually failing. So you notice here they put more and more and more money into R&D that's this number R&D spending the bar graphs and they're finding less and less new drugs. In fact these are the allowances which means that they put every year more and more money into pharmaceutical drug development hoping to find some cure for cancer or for this and whatever they're discovering the FDA is not even allowing now remember the FDA itself has a lot of revolving door people in pharma but even in that case the pharmaceutical companies are not finding drug not allowing that's what this line here is and this is another way of looking at it you have the drug development process the yellow line here more and more money going into it and you have the purple line here less and less new drug approvals coming out of it okay so, what, was, uh, what resulted out of this was that in 2003, this is probably the milestone, the Human Genome Project ended. And what we found was that we had thought that what made human beings more complex than a worm was a number of genes. So up until 2003, everything was about genes, genes, genes. If you have this gene, you're going to get disease. If you have this gene, you're going to get this, this disease. So it was a very sort of blinded view of medicine. It was basically saying that there's nothing you can really do to help yourself, that if you have this gene, you're sort of destined for failure, right? That's what that model really was about. And what it showed was that um, as as a human being, you couldn't really do much uh, 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 in terms of having control. But what changed in this, as I'll talk about it shortly, was that when the Genome Project ended, when we realized we only have 20,000 genes... That is a worm, we said, whoa! That means if we have the same number of genes as a worm, look at how different we are. You know, obviously, we're not slithering along, but uh, we're a very different kind of of animal. And so how did that happen? So then people realized, as I'll share share with you in this diagram, that it's not the number of genes because we had put so much emphasis on the nucleus. You see, here's the nucleus, but we weren't caring about the fact that the nucleus interacts with the cytoplasm the cell wall, there's all these amazing chemical reactions taking place. And this is one way of visualizing it. You have all these chemical reactions in the soup called the cell. So the cell is not just genes. You have about six trillion cells. They all communicate uh, among each other across different cell types, across different um, tissues, across different organs. So we're a very complex being. And the notion was that it's not just about the genes—it's all these molecular reactions that they're taking place. So that just, by the way, to people on Instagram, you can go to YouTube or you can go to um, Facebook, and, and you can see the diagrams. But it came to the notion to realize that we really need to start looking at the interconnections of things across the cell. And this is another way of looking at. It. And the reason why I want you to look at this diagram is I'm showing sort of this circuitry here. Imagine this is this is basically what you're seeing here is potentially all the linkages of all these chemical reactions. It's just a depiction here. But what you can see here is if chemical A reacts with chemical B to get chemical C, you could win a Nobel Prize just for understanding that one little piece. So just think about that. In biology, you're incentivized to understand how A reacts with B to get C. There's not really um, the approach until systems biology came where the incentive was to understand all of this. So imagine being really able to create a way that you can really understand all of this. And so in 2003, on about that time, the National Science Foundation put forward a a challenge, a grand challenge, that's the NSF, that could you mathematically model the whole human cell? And that was the idea. So that's when I headed back to MIT. I, uh, I I went in and out of MIT, did three different degrees, started six or seven different companies, always interested in medicine, and so I decided, I would want to apply my skills in computing and my love of medicine to really take on this problem. The problem was, could you create a a platform to mathematically model the whole human cell? Now, to give you an idea, this, this is a little piece of what we call a biological pathway. What is a biological pathway? If you take a class in biology and you study some function of the body, the teacher will still get up there and draw a diagram, All oh, chemical A reacts with chemical B, affects this gene. This happens and that happens, and they'll draw these little, almost like those John Madden football diagrams, and that's called a molecular pathway. That's what you're seeing here. This is what's called a biological pathway of 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 different molecules interacting together. And these 11 different molecules can be mathematically understood by using the laws of physical chemistry. Um, what we can do is if we know molecule A reacts with molecule to get molecule C or a compound, we can actually mathematically model that. It's very well known. It's not even modeling. You can get it very accurate using what's called stoichiometry in chemistry. So what was happening in science starting in 2003, people were taking these little ball and stick diagrams which could represent one little Lego piece. One little, so if you have cancer, Imagine taking one little Lego piece of cancer and understanding that piece. But if you could connect all these Lego pieces together and mathematically model them, you could create a mathematical model, an accurate one of the whole cell. And so that's what this depicts here. This little ball and stick diagram was being converted to models. So the issue is could you connect systems of systems of models? So that's when I came back to MIT. And what I did was when I looked at this problem, I did not look at this as a biology problem. I did not look at this as a chemistry pro- problem. I did not look at this as a, as a computer science problem. I said, let's look at this actually as a systems problem. And as a systems problem, just to give you idea, if this blue circle here represents cancer, or if this blue circle here represents some disease, imagine each one of the subsystems of this disease, may be owned by some guy who's just studying a piece, but if I could extract those subsystems, convert them to models, and then I cre- and then we could interconnect them together, that was the creation of Cytosol. So I created this technology for my MIT PhD work, which is quite extraordinary. People didn't think it was possible. But I like taking on these kinds of problems. Um, is that if you could inter- so if you could take the area of cancer or Alzheimer's, imagine looking at the literature, extracting all those Lego pieces connecting them together, then you could actually build a holistic model knowing that it's not perfect, it's based on the science at that time, but you could get a much better idea of what was going on than just simply going and shooting in the dark, you know, doing test tube testing, doing stuff on animals. All you're seeing these connections are all the inflammatory pathways. Oops, I wasn't sharing. What you're seeing is all the inflammatory pathways in the cytoplasm and this is in the nucleus and then we layered in where does curcumin interact. So this red line says curcumin stops this reaction, curcumin stops this reaction. In fact, if you look at this very interesting reaction right here, this is where Advil works. Advil literally blocks the formation of PGE2. It's a COX2 inhibitor. And you can see, interesting enough, look what curcumin does. Curcumin does the same effect. So curcumin has many powerful anti-inflammatory properties. And this is what we were able to rediscover with Cytosol by interconnecting all the dots from those 6,000 papers. And we were able to actually mathematically model it to figure out how much curcumin would lower how much inflation, and inflammation. Okay? Could, could lower inflammation. Could lower inflation. Then the second thing we did was we said, okay, what happens when you add something like resveratrol? Well, resveratrol also affects this pathway. It stops PGE2, but it also affects other pathways. By the way, this. NF kappa beta, it's very, uh, you want to, cancer is closely related to the upregulation of NF kappa beta. But you can see here how curcumin and resveratrol both hit those pathways. So what I'm trying to say is we're able to mine all this knowledge, interconnect the Lego blocks, and then figure out how different medicines interact. It's quite extraordinary without killing animals, okay? And then using that, we're able to then run simulations on the computer, okay? So I can literally run simulations here. So let me go here. I can, for example, let me show you this example and follow on very carefully because I'm going to walk you through experiments, not experiments that you're doing on animals, but experiments you're doing on the computer based on all those molecular equations. And what you're seeing here, right here, is this. So I'm seeing right here, the first experiment I'm doing is I'm not giving any curcumin, zero, no resveratrol, and I'm simulating inflammation the last, column there is a number which correlates with with uh, curcumin, which correlates, I'm sorry, with inflammation. So point, and by the way, we are modeling everything literally at the cell. So here's a cell and we're modeling everything at what's known as a cell surface. So that's what I'm modeling here. And so here you're saying no curcumin, no resveratrol. I'm simulating high inflammation. Then watch what I do here. Now I just give five units of curcumin. And look what happens. Voila! The cytokines, which means inflammation, drops from 0.15 to 0.05. And this is what people have experimentally reported. Then I do the same with resveratrol alone. Okay? No curcumin. Just resveratrol. And notice it drops from 0.15 to 0.06. But this is what the wild thing is. And this is what people call synergy. This is why food and this is why the combinations of things can be so powerful. The secret of you know, uh, this kind of medic- medicine or what people are even noticing in pharmaceuticals, can you figure out combinations? Because when you do combinations, you can not use a lot of one thing. You can lower it and it has a synergistic response. I'll show you that here. So what you're seeing here is a reducing amount of curcumin from 5 units to 3, 40% reduction, Reducing amount of resveratrol from 5 to 2. And look at this. We have an overall reduction from 0.05 and 0.06 down to 0.03. Just look at that. So what this means, what this fundamentally means is that combinations of things can have more effects than just one ingredient alone. And by the way, we use the same technology to discover a, a combination therapy for pancreatic cancer in a record 11 months, and we got it allowed by the FDA. In fact, when we applied for the FDA, they called us back they said, you know, we normally don't make these phone calls, but we're so impressed by what you guys are doing that they gave us an allowance, and we, then we spun that out as a joint venture, which we're working on uh, to grow that, okay? So that's what we're talking about. We need to take a systems approach to medicine and to review big pharma is failing, and what we're looking at is a very different way. So what Cytosol does is, instead of just doing this locomotive process of just shoving down stuff down a pipeline, what we're saying is, Look, first of all, we can handle many different compounds, combinations. We can mine the existing literature, mine the existing science, so we don't just go killing animals randomly. And we can model all of this on the computer before we even go do cell testing. And by the way, if you look at this diagram, this is how we build airplanes. We, we take a design, we test it on the computer. We just don't go waste money on wind tunnels or killing people. And that's what Cytosolve is. So I hope that helps people understand what I do. Uh, beyond running for US Senate and other things, is that uh, I'm a scientist, this is my invention, and we're using it to completely change the paradigm of how medicine should be found and discovered in a profoundly different way. So I'm looking at um, what people are saying online here at YouTube, you're getting blocked all over. BitChute is a new platform, interesting. Uh, turmeric, Spice Melange, okay, trillion dollar software. The rich is the establishment. Health first, bottoms up, exactly. So what I want to share with you is that, let me take, um, Jen, if there's any people have questions on other channels, we can take them. Let me put Jen on. So, doctor, your live was cut on Facebook. Jen, is the live cut on Facebook? Jen, we'll see what she says. Consciousness may be powerful, thank you for speaking. Is there a hard copy of your book? Yes, you can get a hard copy of the book if you go to Amazon. Yes, we definitely must stop censorship. Um, Brian Rose with London Real. Dr. Shiva, bless you. Okay, so any questions, I'm going to look on Cytosolve. Any other people have questions? So basically, this diagram here really gives you an idea what Cytosolve is. It's a very powerful technology for using existing knowledge understanding the Lego pieces of the molecular pathways, connecting them together, and this constantly tries to get better and better. By the way, someone said, please talk about the gut microbiome. Um, The gut microbiome, I'll I'll get to but fundamentally, what I wanted to share, in fact, I should probably do a whole talk just on the gut microbiome. People say you need my book, you can go to Amazon. There's a book called Systems Health. You can, or you can go to your, so let me just show you where people can get the book. Everyone's asking about the book. So if people want to uh, get access to the book, there's two ways, all right? Two ways that you can get access to the content and the materials. One way, I'm really, our entire campaign for US Senate is really about educating people on how we get truth, freedom, and health. With with censorship, we're never gonna get to truth because we're gonna go to scientific consensus. We're gonna get to fiction. With fiction, we never get to real problems. But with, with freedom, we can fight and we can actually debate and we can get practice a scientific method to get to truth and with truth we can solve real problems and real solutions and get to health. So that's what our campaign is about. many of you, if you don't know, I'm running for US Senate in Massachusetts and this is our website, shivaforsenate.com. Please go to it. And one of the things I'm doing is anyone who supports our campaign, um, you can go right here and there's an amazing book that is really, you know, I made it short Anyone can read this in probably three or four hours, but it teaches you how your body is a system, what is a system, and that's right on the site, shivaforsenate.com. and you can get access to a tool called Your Body, Your System. And we made it the electronic version. If you want the print version, just go to Amazon, and you can order it. The second thing you can do is you can donate whatever you want. Now, if you're incapable of even donating 25, we said donate whatever you can, five or 10. And if some of you have become destitute, from this COVID, please write to me or go to the website Vashiva, Vashiva slash contact, or write here for scholarship, and I will make that possible for you. You can write directly to me and I'll make that possible. Those of you from outside of the country, can you send me it again? Yes. If people go to if people go to vashiva.com and go to the contact form, fill it out. If some of you if if people of you are outside of the country And the other place you can go to is right here to yourbodyyoursystem.com. And at yourbodyyoursystem, you can buy it direct. um, And you get the same things. if you click on this get direct now. You can literally get access to, oops, let me go right here, to yourbodyyoursystem here. You can literally get access to everything. And again, if you have, we're giving hardship scholarships. Um, It's it's an honor system. So you tell us how much you need. It's only 25 bucks, but if you can't afford that, for people all over the world, uh, we're making that accessible. But your body, your system, is a very powerful system, which lets you answer a set of questions to understand what kind of system you are, from an engineering perspective. Then you can answer a different ses- set of questions to find out how you are deviated from your own body's natural system state. That's that red dot, and how foods and supplements and whole things can help you. And I'll do a whole session on your body, or system, shortly. But that's what we have so this was just an intro to systems biology but i will do a a session on just your body your system will log in i'll show you the tool Um, but the most important thing is that we all need to take a systems approach to understanding our body systems biology is a way of understanding the body from a molecular systems level and the technology as i just shared with you that i created Cytosolve, is a powerful way uh, it's a technology it's a 23rd century technology for really understanding how the body and, and uh, you know how, 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 how we can really model uh, uh, medicines in a different way without killing animals. So if you want to go to that, that's cyto, C-Y-T-O-S-O-L-V-E.com. But that's what I do as a scientist. Um, I can share with you different research if people are interested. We're doing stuff on green tea. We're doing stuff on anti-inflammatories. Uh, we're, we have a whole thing coming out where we mapped out all the molecular mechanisms of osteoarthritis, Alzheimer's. We're going after every major disease using Cytosolve. It's a completely different paradigm for solving disease and finding solutions versus the old model of test tubes and killing animals and humans, et cetera. It's a completely different way of doing medical research. Jen, are there any questions we want to take? Any questions, Jen? Let's see what we got. Uh, woo woo is not science quite the questions on your random program pumping his business show Shiva is a scammer. Okay, I'm a scientist. That's nice. Dr. Shiva, how many doctors are supporting your your fight? It's a good question. We'll talk about that. My health is a train wreck. Will cytosol help me? Um, thank you. Can cytosol be used to analyze Wuhan virus and immune system reaction? I lose track on the supplements I take. How do I respond to people say this is a conspiracy theory? Um, all doctors are bought. Okay, so let's talk, let's answer some of those questions. So first of all, we have um, one of the things we're doing is we started a on Shiva for Senate. As many of you know, there is a petition to fire Fauci because of the fact that the guy's not really doing medicine because he's not he's misadvising the president of the United States. And if you go down right here, there's a letter I wrote to Trump. And if you go right here, there's a thing called signed petition to fire Fauci. And if you go through this petition to answer the question, how many doctors have signed up? We right now have, let's see, close to 82,765. So everyone should go to fire Fauci on the website. And you'll see that this website right here has hundreds, uh, I'm sorry, 82,000 people, nearly, nearly 3000 doctors have signed up. So that's the answer that, uh, that question. The second thing is, you know, I'm a scientist and an inventor and an activist. I do all those things. So uh, this is a natural part of what I've been doing for 30 years. Um, to me, running for U.S. Senate is a natural part of that history I've been doing for truth, freedom, and health. I do not need to run for Senate. It's something I'm doing because it's a natural extension of what I do in terms of interconnecting truth, freedom, and health. Um, in terms of Can you use Cytosol? So what we're doing is, um, in Cytosol what we have is we have a research division, we work with some of the biggest, you know, people in the the world who actually are outsourcing research to us. Some of the smart people, scientists say, wow, what they're doing is the right way to do science. The second thing we do is there are people who have formulations. They don't know if it works or not. We come and we actually help them understand how it works, how, if their thing is going to work or not. So a lot of what we're doing is bringing honesty even to the supplements world. There's a lot of supplements out there, frankly, that are snake oil, that do not work. What we're trying to do is find out how they work, if they work, and enable people to really create things that actually do work, get rid of a lot of the fake science, even in that world, same way in the pharma world. And the third piece that we're doing is we're actually discovering some amazing things from nature, things when you combine them, that they have very, very powerful effects. And what we want to do is this is really a platform for innovation. You you lower the cost. You get rid of middlemen and that's it's quite revolutionary you know when i invented email i knew that was going to be revolutionary as a 14 year old kid but i can tell you cytosol decentralizes science and my intended intention is to enable all of you if you have cool ideas you can start using this and we can collaboratively come up with new ideas there are people all over the world maybe their grandmother tested something maybe they found something imagine with cytosol we could validate if that works create new innovations that that we can do in collaboration so that's a way but we're open to many different ways of working all right anyway it is 126. i hope this was valuable for people to understand what is cytosol and uh, we'll keep it coming and if you have any new ideas let me know be the light be well thank you everyone